0: And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I'm a proud Christian porn star. God put me on earth to enjoy sexual pleasure. Oh, not me. Not me. I'm talking about a, a Christian-only fan star. Says she feels more connected to her faith since she kickstarted her career seven years ago. And now believes God put her on earth to help liberate other women from their sexual shame. Courtney Tilla, 35, made the declaration during an interview saying God's message has been abundantly clear. I'm here to be a porn star. This is my way of serving. Sure, I used to be a teacher. And before I left teaching, I felt super disconnected from myself and also God. But you know what? Now I quit the classroom and I began my OnlyFans account with the support of my husband, And now I'm not ashamed to be a porn star, an OnlyFans porn star. Now she's a proud Christian porn star, and knowing that God put her on earth to enjoy sexual pleasure. Amen. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So over 2100 pounds of raw ground beef are now being recalled because it may be contaminated with extraneous materials, Hmm. specifically pieces of white neoprene. Oh, just cook it up. It's a burger. Move on. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service, the FSIS, announced a recall. As of now, only one product has been recalled. The 10.7-ounce packages of ground beef patties labeled 100% grass-fed and finished beef burger patties, 85% lean, 15% fat the recall was initiated after several customers reported finding a white rubber like material in the ground beef upon cooking it is from Weinstein Wholesale Meats Incorporated okay it's an Illinois based wholesale meat manufacturer but it was shipped and distributed through an online distributor so the product was sold to customers nationwide The patties were produced on March 14th 2023 uh, use by date four eleven twenty three. 11 product maybe still be in refrigerators and freezers so that's why we want to get this recall out there out of an abundance of caution and if you have the product then you don't eat it okay if you have the product don't eat it dispose of it or here's an idea return it and get your money back but if you feel like, ah, I don't care what I paid for it, I'm just going to throw it away. Go ahead. It's fine. It's all up to you. So far, as of this recording, there have been no confirmed reports of adverse reactions due to consumption of these products. So whoever is cooking up the old burgers, you know, they either threw it away or they said, hey, it's only little pieces of white neoprene. I'm fine. That tastes fine with Heinz ketchup. I don't know. I don't know. But if you have that in your freezer or refrigerator, throw it away or return it at place of purchase. Okay, so today, uh, if you're listening live, is the 26th of April, 2023. It is an anniversary of the official organization of the odd fellow lodges now i don't know anyone that i know of that's a part of the independent order of odd fellows it was organized on April 26, 1819 in Baltimore, Maryland by Thomas Widley and four other members of the fraternity from England. Now, this kind of group has been going on for years, years and years and years. Um, you know, I mean, even way before 1819. But since 1819, the independent order of Odd Fellows had spread throughout the world, where it currently have about 10,000 lodges located in australia austria belgium belize canada chile cuba czech republic denmark dominican republic estonia finland germany iceland mexico netherlands new zealand nigeria norway poland philippines puerto rico spain sweden switzerland united kingdom united states uruguay and venezuela i was like venezuelan <laughs> uh how was that uh How's that common? Anyway, uh, and since 2001, the IOOF has been fully co-ed and all genders can join Oddfellows' lodges. Now, I kind of feel like I want to become an Oddfellow. I, I don't know why. I just feel like, why am I not an Oddfellow? Have we talked about this before? Now that I'm talking about becoming an Odd Fellow, I feel like I've talked about this before. If you... Or an odd fellow, email me, dot com, .com, Or you can reach out on social media, at JeffyJFR on Twitter, Jeff Fisher Radio on Facebook and Instagram. But, I mean, when you look at their mission to improve and elevate the character of mankind by promoting the principles of friendship, love, truth, faith, hope, charity, and universal justice— To help make the world a better place to live by aiding each other, the community, the less fortunate, the youth, the elderly, the environment, and the community in every way possible, to promote goodwill and harmony amongst peoples and nations through the principles of universal fraternity, holding the belief that all men and women, regardless of race, nationality, religion, social status, gender, rank, and station, are brothers and sisters. I, I, why am I not an odd fellow? (laughs) <laughs> it says join us. So it says download brochure. All right, well let's click on the old odd fellow brochure. Shall we? The Sovereign Grand Lodge of the Independent Order of Odd Fellows. There's a telephone number. I feel like I should call the odd fellows and maybe we do an interview with the odd fellows. This address is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Huh. You know, what about the Baltimore, Maryland? I thought that's where it all where it all got started, right? So i i want to I want to I wanna become an odd fellow. Uh, how much does it cost? What is, is going to cost me a couple of bucks to get into becoming an odd fellow? Is that what I have to do? Do I have to fundraise for the odd fellows? Okay, so anyway, reach out. <laughs> they have the old Odd Fellows website, so uh, you know we could just check that out. It's odd-fellows.org and uh if you are an odd fellow or know someone who is have them get a hold of me because i want to talk to someone about what it is to be an odd fellow so you remember elizabeth holmes uh she uh, was reportedly worth i don't know nine billion dollars in 2014 as she was going to revolutionize blood testing she formed a partnership with Walgreens to offer in-store blood collection centers. And then uh, in 2015, there was an investigation by a Wall Street Journal that said, you know, the system that uh, that Elizabeth Holmes, uh, Theranos uh, Systems, uh, really uh, provided false reports and revealed the company had been using commercially available machines from other companies for most of its testing. And uh, it really isn't what it... Cracked up to be. And so she was banned from operating a blood testing service for a couple of years. Then lawsuits started coming in, and the whole thing collapsed in scandal and everything shut down in two thousand eighteen. Then a federal grand jury in San Jose indicted Holmes and company president Sonny Balwani, her former boyfriend, on counts of wire fraud and conspiracy, and she was convicted on four of the eleven counts in January twenty twenty two. District Judge Edward davila sentenced her to one hundred and thirty five months in prison, but said, hey, you know, you don't have to you don't have to show up in, for fifteen months. You go you go take care of yourself and get yourself squared away and uh you make sure that uh you at least uh you know show up for prison in 15 months would you well as i said today is the 26th tomorrow's the 27th that's the last day that she's supposed to report to prison so she's been seen wandering around san diego Uh, Her boyfriend or fiance uh, that she's had a couple of kids with, she just had a baby, too, a few months ago. It's going to be tough for her to traipse off to prison. But uh, she's been shown wandering around San Diego with the fiance. The fiance is the hotel heir. Uh, His family's got, I don't know, three or four or five hoity-toity hotels in san diego and they're worth millions so he's got you know he's not worried about taking care of the kids but what's the over and under on her actually spending 11 years in prison i i find that very very difficult to believe uh you know, she just had kids, so it's going to be tough no matter how long it is. But so she goes to... When she was... D- during the trial, she was living at the 74-acre, $135 million compound of the Green Gables Estates. That was tough. That was tough to, to, go, to go to and uh, hang out in. But now, uh, once she goes to prison, I guess hubby's moving into some $3 million townhome for he and the kids. But uh, I just wonder... Elizabeth Holmes, we need to have some kind of bet on how long she actually spends in prison. She's supposed to be there for 11 years. So, does she serve six of the 11 years? Is she out by 2030? That's what I'll say. Elizabeth Holmes, out of prison by 2030. No way no way she goes to prison for longer than that and she may be even out before that something may happen in a couple of years and she's back out again but i find it very difficult to believe that she's going to be do the full term and i mean five years to six years is enough already don't you think forget that wire fraud forget that whole scamming people thing don't worry about all that i'm just talking about the time she's going to spend in prison <laughs> she's out by 2030 that's my prediction right now here on chewing the fat elizabeth is out of prison by 2030 all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately oh, i wonder, before we go to the break room though does she does she turn herself in maybe she doesn't maybe she doesn't turn herself in they made a big deal about her out walking with the kids and kept looking at her phone like maybe she's getting you know her attorneys are trying to work some deal where she doesn't have to report to prison by tomorrow that's what the judge said though so maybe she doesn't report report to prison so let's say once she reports to prison i mean she's out by 2030 easy all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately Congratulations to Mattel Yes, Mattel They have launched the first ever Barbie doll with Down Syndrome The doll is part of the company's 2023 Fashionistas lineup Although the Fashionita dolls Can be purchased for $10.99 At major retailers Doesn't sound like a bad price Mattel Inc. launched its first ever Barbie doll with Down Syndrome to allow even more children to see themselves in the iconic toy the doll with down syndrome is part of a new and more diverse 2023 barbie fashionista line now you can write your own jokes not me i would think of writing jokes about barbie dolls with down syndrome because the doll downs a Puff sleeve dress decorated with Blue and yellow butterfly pattern Symbols and colors Linked to down syndrome awareness And wears a pink pendant necklace With three arrows representing The three copies of the 21st Chromosome The doll also Wears pink sneakers and Ankle foot orthotics since Some children with the condition Use orthotics to support their feet And ankles So uh, there you go Congratulations to Mattel and Barbie for launching their first ever Down Syndrome Down. Just uh wonderful. I, I'm not writing any jokes. Those are for you. I'm not talking about the Barbie with the patch. I'm not talking about when are we going to have the conjoined twins Barbies. No. No. That would be wrong. Okay. Just enjoy just enjoy the Down Syndrome Barbie. Back off me oh and i'd like to thank steven spielberg for finally coming on board thanks steve Uh, uh, i regret editing guns out of et do you steve do you yes no film should be revised for today's standards that was a mistake no kidding mr spielberg no kidding so he participated in a master class at the Time 100 Summit and announced he regrets editing guns out of E.T. The film's 1982 theatrical cut includes a scene of officers chasing young kids with firearms. And he edited the guns out of the 20th anniversary release of the film and replaced the firearms with walkie-talkies. That was a mistake. I never should have done that. Uh, E.T. is a product of its era No film should be revised Based on the lenses We are now either voluntarily Or being forced To peer through No kidding That's a fact Welcome aboard Steve So it was a film that I was sensitive to the fact that the federal agents Were approaching kids with firearms exposed And I thought I would change the guns into walkie talkies Years went by and I changed My own views I should have never messed with the archives of my own work Duh Nobody should ever attempt To take the chocolate out of Willy Wonka Thanks Stephen Appreciate it Since now the damage is already done And we're already changing books And movies And you were the one that were okay with it in the beginning I know I appreciate you saying You shouldn't have And that you're along for the ride now Thank you, thank you, thank you but I, you know, Stephen added, "Look, uh, for me, it's it's sacrosanct. Uh, it's our history. It's our cultural heritage. I do not believe in censorship in that way." Well, isn't that special? We appreciate you finally coming along for the ride, Mr. Steven Spielberg. So the old saying, "Build it and they will come." Uh, what about charge more? Will people still come if you continue to charge more? Well, uh, looks like uh, so far the answer to that is yes. Um, Chipotle increased prices and the store traffic also increased, according to the company. Pepsi products were 16% pricier last quarter, but it sold only 2% less of them. So that's a 10.2 sales bump. Uh, consumer giants Kimberly Clark, Nestle's. Procter & Gamble raked in more revenue last quarter after they jacked up prices by about 10%. Higher sticker prices helped GM add almost $1,800 to its per car profit in North America and grow its revenue. Uh, You know, I know after, you know, we're getting hammered by inflation. Consumers uh, like me are resist. And you uh, are starting to resist paying, uh, paying the prices at the grocery stores. And Pepsi uh, CFO said that customers have already been opting for cheaper products. Uh, You think? And the CEO of McDonald's told Financial Times that customers were starting to push back on the company's beefier price tags. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, That should have happened a long time ago uh they've mcdonald's has just been gradually turning up the heat and uh at some point you've got to say whoa 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 you know what i don't need mcdonald's uh that quick drive-through to mcdonald's uh to get a burger and fries for 85 dollars doesn't quite help anymore <laughs> i did see where tesla uh has now Dropped its prices, it's cost less than the average vehicle sold in the U.S. Now, and it doesn't say here, but I'm guessing that's <laughs> charges uh, less than the average vehicle, new vehicle sold in the U.S. So, uh, I mean, if you're out buying new cars, a lot of new cars being sold in my neck of the woods. I'm not buying them, but I see a lot of them on the road, that's for sure. I don't know if they're being bought, if they're being leased, or what's happening, but for sure uh they're on the road out there so and i see where gm speaking of cars uh gm is killing off its chevy volt not volt chevy bolt ev uh the first electric vehicle it produced for the masses so no more chevy bolt ev i know i know i know but the other cars are you know making them all kinds of profits so eh don't worry about it who needs that chevy bolt and i see where alphabet and microsoft said that uh their earnings were both i don't know solid footing uh despite investors saying hey your growth is slowing down starting to trickle down a little bit what's going on but uh alphabet google uh, advertising revenue grew again after a quarter in the red, and Microsoft's all-important cloud division posted better-than-expected sales. So both companies discussed how AI could impact their businesses, but they deferred uh, in their predictions. Microsoft characterized AI as much more disruptive force than Google did. We'll see. we got to talk a little bit about uh, where we're headed with AI, that's for sure. But uh, we also have... Uh, companies like Disney uh, laying off 4,000 more employees in the latest round of job cuts. Uh, 7,000 will be uh, let go this year. So companies are starting to feel the heat a little bit and they're trying to restructure. So we'll see. We shall see. Good luck. <laughs> uh, good luck. So what is happening in Spain? Well, Spain appears to be warming up to the idea of open relationships. Uh, you think? Uh, Almost half of Spaniards say it's okay to have multiple sexual partners at the same time. According to a survey by Spain's Centro de Investigación de Sociología, uh, more than seven, forty-seven percent of respondents said they agree or strongly agree that a person can have more than one active sexual relationship at once. Oh, interesting. Uh, the poll also found a growing trend towards open relationships with more than 41% of Spaniards saying that partners can have sex with other people outside of their relationship without getting romantically involved in them. So, but I will say this almost 70% of respondents in Spain agree that true love can conquer all. And another 80% said that if someone is truly in love with their partner, they will be faithful forever. Will they? <laughs> <laughs> the vast majority of Spanish people don't mind if their partner is less attractive less educated or earns less money than them Eh, okay i don't know that i believe that Uh, the cis is a government agency that gauges public opinion on sociological issues the survey targeted almost 2500 citizens and was the agency's third look into spain to view on social relationships in a post-pandemic world In addition to its questions on romantic relationships, the CIS quizzed people on their overall satisfaction with their family lives. Just over 41% rated their satisfaction a 10 out of 10, compared to 31% complete satisfaction with their friendships and 37% with their partner, all of which are slightly down from the previous survey. So everything is going down except... The open relationships, and I could have multiple partners uh, throughout my relationships, you know, without getting attached. So then we have the report from the U.N. Uh, It's a U.N.-backed report suggesting uh, normalizing pedophilia, decriminalizing all sexual activity. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Well, then they kind of updated a little bit, saying, you know— Uh, Subsequent publication of this story, the U.N. clarified that bisexual content involving uh, those below the age of consent, it meant to include only incidents in which both parties fit the criteria. Oh, Oh, okay. So you got a big, big pushback on this report and decided, no, 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 no. We don't mean everybody. We want everyone inside the window. That's all. We you know, we suggested sure that global leaders normalize pedophilia by allowing children to legally decide on engaging in sexual activities with adults. Sure, that's what the report said, but not now. Not now. We're changing all that, okay? Because everybody went crazy on us. So <laughs> just take it easy, okay? The sexual content involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual, if not in the law. But no, we didn't mean that. No, we didn't mean that. We're changing that because you guys got mad at us for that. So just stop worrying about it, okay? We We meant it, but we didn't mean it oh and we have a new covid variant to worry about it it's called arcturus the new covid variant and it has a new system the world health organization has elevated the fast-growing omicron sub lineage xbb.1.16 as a new variant of interest the xb B.1.16 is a descendant of the Recombatant XBB, which is a mashup of two BA.2 sub lineages. On social media, the variant has been nicknamed Arcturus, like the brightest star in the northern celestial hemisphere. It was identified in India earlier this year and has spread to 29 other countries, including the U.S it's still part of the omicron lineage so these are particular variants we've been seeing for the last year it does have a mutation that makes it a little bit more transmissible and a little bit more infectious and we're seeing an uptick in children uh she added that the good news is is that it's not causing more severe disease so it is more like i don't know the flu but uh symptoms from arcturus differ Uh, From previous sub-variants We're seeing things like Sore throat, cough, fever And there's a new Symptom Conjunctivitis Or as we know it Pink eye So (laughs) If you uh, you or someone you love Has pink eye You could have the Omicron Arcturus XBB.1 dot one six so be careful out there it's still out there i haven't looked at man we haven't looked at the COVID numbers in a long time are they still do they still exist now let's take a look (laughs) oh yes they're still they're still putting them out amazing so there's been six hundred and eighty six million six hundred and seventy six nine hundred and seventy two coronavirus cases according to the uh, worldometers uh, six million eight hundred and sixty thousand nine hundred and thirty-nine deaths, six hundred, which leaves you know six hundred and fifty-nine million two hundred forty-seven thousand three hundred twenty-eight who have recovered. But let's look at the country's data that we were so big on in the beginning. The USA is still number one uh, with one hundred and six million five hundred and eighty-five thousand four hundred and seventy-eight total cases. And we've had, uh, well, over a million deaths. Oh, that's so sad. Um, India's number two. France, Germany, Brazil, they're all, I mean, 40, 39, 38, 37, 33, 31 million. Uh, so the U.S. is by far the number one country with uh, total cases. Where's China? Where is China? There's Mexico at 19, uh, Colombia 22nd. Uh, Portugal at 25th, Ukraine at 26th with over 5 million cases. Let's get down here. Canada's got 4 million cases. Where's China? Hold on. We'll get to China. There's South Africa at 38th with 4,076,463. Wait a second. Let's keep going. Where's China? There's uh, Hungary at 2,201,355 cases. Wow, that's a lot, of Hungary. These are small countries. Um, Slovakia's got almost two million. Wow, that's these are small countries. So there's Pakistan. Where's China? Down this list, what's happening with our countries? Uh, in uh, there's Nepal. Nepal has over a million. <laughs> wow. Okay, but where's China? That's what I want to know. There's uh, there's Palestine. Uh, is it, Palestine actually a country? Oh yeah, there it is. Eighty fifth, six hundred and twenty one thousand. Uh, at 85th, there's Venezuela, Egypt, Libya, Qatar. There's China, 92nd, 92nd in the top 100 of coronavirus cases. They claim they have 503,302 cases with only 5,000 to 272 deaths. I find that still very, very hard to believe, but that's just me and we also have uh so be that that tied into the new variant out there the sub variant arcturus the xbb.1.16 then we have a new dog flu out there that we need to be aware of so be careful if you have dogs and the reason that Dog flu Growing into a virus And creeping toward infecting humans Oh no Oh no So don't let the dog lick your face Or anything about you So the contagious respiratory disease First infected dogs around 2006 And is mutated form Of a particular type of bird flu Oh no So the dogs Have now got bird flu So it's dog flu and that's a particular part of that. Okay. Since then, continuing to evolve, researchers are concerned that it is now better at recognizing human cells. It means the virus could be one step closer to getting into people. A study uh from a team in China at the Agricultural University in Beijing. Love them. Uh looked at swabs for more than four thousand dogs. The findings reveal that the virus is now showing signs of being able to spot human cell receptors and spread in human cells. Researchers said the dogs may serve as an intermediate for bird flu to adapt into something that could infect people. Interesting. So be careful out there. Uh, we've got uh, dogs getting bird flu, which could come to the humans. We've also we also know that uh, most recent viruses are most adapted to mammals, and that was the original virus that made the leap from an avian to a mammal. So be careful out there. We don't want the old canine flu strains of H three N two. We don't want dog flu. Do we? Don't want bird flu which is now dog flu which will turn into human flu so each dog fell mildly unwell uh, fever sneezing coughing and so this is a longer term pandemic potential from the h3n2 and now it's going to start coming in to humans or at least they think it will so just be on the lookout for dog flu All right, so I see we uh, we survived. Uh, there was a report that said an asteroid the size of forty-eight eggplants was set to pass the Earth yesterday, which was the twenty-fifth of April, twenty twenty-three. Now, I will say that this is uh, from the Jerusalem Post. We talked a little bit about this on Pat Unleashed uh, because the Jerusalem Post, someone at the Jerusalem Post. Loves comparing asteroid sizes to stuff it started with the camels and so now this asteroid that passed by earth uh yesterday was uh described as the size of 48 eggplants and so and we talked about that in the jerusalem post then as you read out in that story at the very bottom it talks about four other asteroids that are going to pass by earth at different times and it talks about asteroid 2023 HL2 with an estimated diameter of 47 meters or just under 31 King Salmon lined up in a row. Asteroid 2023 HW2 with an estimated diameter of 48 meters or around 26 average height Dutchmen lined up from head to toe. Asteroid 2023 go one estimated diameter of 31 meters or around 124 and a half Louis Vuitton speedy 25 handbags. (laughs) an asteroid 2023 hh3 with an estimated diameter of 23 meters or around 50 large cardboard boxes stacked by length so someone at the uh, jerusalem post is just having a little bit of fun with the old asteroids and the size of them speaking of space i see where a japanese company spacecraft apparently crashed while attempting to land on the moon losing contact moments before touchdown and sending flight controllers scrambling to figure out what happened more than six hours after communication ceased the tokyo company ispace finally confirmed that everyone had suspect what everyone had suspected a uh, high probability that the lander had slammed into the moon disappointing setback For iSpace, which after a four and a half month mission had been on the verge of doing what only three countries have done successfully land a spacecraft on the moon. Four and a half months? Took them four and a half months to fly to the moon? What were they? Did they take the scenic route? Holy cow. Uh, Even after contact was lost as the lander descended the final 33 feet, flight controllers peered at their screens in Tokyo as minutes went by with only silence from the moon then they were sad officially finally came out that yeah uh with it's a high probability that uh the lander crashed into the moon so all right we're gonna try again a second moonshot is already in the works for next year okay just a reminder japan uh the moon is ours okay and it belongs to the united states of america sure other countries have landed there sure you can go ahead and try to get there with ispace or whatever company you want to do china can get up there and try to land on the moon uh so can india uh so can the united kingdom so can mexico so can canada i don't care what country so can uganda for all i care but the moon belongs to us we were there first it's our moon it's very simple in fact we need to upgrade our space living, too, because I see where General Chance Saltzman of the U.S. Space Force describes what he says is a new era in space activity. The threats that we face to our on-orbit capabilities from our strategic competitors have grown substantially. Well, no kidding. Uh, it's a, this is a big key time as we uh, commercialize space and uh it becomes uh quite a backdrop and quite a threat on the united states now general Chasman took the stage for his keynote uh, at uh, the space symposium in colorado springs which i wasn't invited to and i'm a little hurt that i wasn't invited to the space symposium in colorado springs but okay So uh, he said, the threats that we face in our on-orbit capabilities from our strategic competitors have grown substantially. The U.S. Space Force second ever chief. Oh yeah, okay. I don't care. He's the second ever chief of space operations. Uh, The congestion we're seeing in space with tracked objects and the number of satellite payloads and just the launches themselves have grown at an exponential rate. I want to make sure that we are thinking about our processes and procedures differently uh he said uh, manifest space this he was on a podcast manifest space his first broadcast interview since becoming the service's highest ranking military official last november i'm gonna have to reach out to him he can go on manifest space You can't come on chewing the fat <laughs> okay i mean we need to worry about I and mean, we need to talk about we need to talk about space trash and we need to come up with a way to get rid of some of the dead debris that's flying around the earth uh, well, that has to happen. Uh, I know that we're concerned about uh, uh, military and attacks and sa- attacks on our satellites, attacked on our uh, on our vehicles when we're launching more into space, and we're going to have attacks on our uh, space motels because uh, China's building their own space home, and uh, we're hitching rides up to to ours with Russia, uh, and we just need to think about space different. He's right. Uh, he's very right, and he's. We need to make that happen because times are uh, times are changing, and they've already changed. We just need to be on top of it. That's for sure. I mean, we're finding out more and more about space every day. Uh, we've been traveling through the through outer space farther than we've ever been before we're seeing how black holes uh, are so much different than what we had anticipated in fact there was a new report talking about how they're trying to compare black holes with messy babies and toddlers when they're eating uh, you know they imagine the cosmic scale and scientists say you'll have some indication as a certain types of black holes devour wayward stars uh, it takes a few bites and then flings the remains across the universe oh okay well so we don't really want to be in the way of those remains (laughs) uh we should be traveling I mean, we have to be able to travel uh by light speed right we have to be able to travel at least by light speed and that is uh we are not there yet we can't even we can't even get off the ground when it's cloudy (laughs) i mean we're so far advanced and yet we're not even close to being where we need to be so that really kind of bums me out to be honest i mean we have to we have to be better and we have to know how things affect us i mean we had the we had the Starlinks blasted away last year remember and it was because of the solar storms and i love the story about it because it's talking about well the sun belched out an m1.1 flare and related coronal mass ejection and uh, that was happening on, that happened on january 29th my birthday by the way and then on february 3rd uh Starlake launched a group of 49 sal- satellites to an altitude of only 130 miles above earth's surface that didn't last long and now we know why uh, they took a closer look at the storm and they identified a mass plasma that impacted our planet's magnetosphere the actual event was a halo coronal mass ejection from an active region in the northeast quadrant of the sun i could have told him that Uh, All they had to do was ask. The material traveled at around 690 kilometers per second as a shock-driving magnetic cloud. Think of it as a long, ropey mass of material writhing its way through space. As it traveled, it expanded out of solar-facing satellites, including Stereo A, which took a direct hit. Eventually, the cloud smacked into Earth's magnetosphere, creating a geomagnetic storm. One of the side effects of space weather is that it can affect satellites hello (laughs) Uh, warming the thermosphere and the increased the density of the upper atmosphere over the short amount of time and cause it to swell up a denser atmosphere causes a phenomenon called the atmospheric drag essentially the thicker atmosphere slows down and anything moving through it heats the thing up so that's what affected the newly launched starlink stations and that's when they started to feel that atmospheric drag so we're not even prepared for that and i just feel like we should be prepared for more than we are but you know who am i they didn't they don't even ask me to the space symposium in colorado springs i'd like to have maybe the general ask me to come along but they haven't so that's the way it goes Uh, i will leave you with uh the joke of the day i heard this yesterday i did not write this joke but uh, i heard this yesterday from my nephew who uh, just flew in for a couple of days and uh he said hey (laughs) i'm laughing at it already because it made me laugh what's the worst thing about don lemon getting fired i don't know What's the worst thing about Don Lemon getting fired? There won't be a Tucker Carlson monologue about it. Oh, oh, too soon? No, it's never too soon.